Uh, <laughs> you spilled coffee all over here. What's good. left of it in your mug? It's good for your skin. Get at us. Coffee with coaches. Keep us caffeinated. Coffee with coaches. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Back to another Coffee with Coaches episode. We've had a little hiatus for the last few weeks. A little bit of life going on. Yeah. It's been a busy, uh... Two to three weeks. Yeah, but we are back with another Coffee with Coaches episode. We have Mountain Bird Coffee today. Stevie's Espresso. Highly recommend. Very good. Um, you can purchase it online. They are a somewhat local company out of Eureka Springs, Arkansas. They make some of my favorite coffee that I've probably ever had. Yep. This is very good. Yeah. Okay. okay. What are we talking about today? Uh, let's go over warm-ups. I think that there's a lot of... One of two things that I see with... Um, both on the field getting ready to play or court getting ready to play and in the weight room is either a lack of warm-up or a just overly excessive warm-up. Definitely. And it's usually... Well, I don't know. And what we see, I think we're pretty even. I think most of our teams, it's either, no, I would say it's a lack, lack thereof. Of, I'm not talking about our teams because we give no, everybody no, 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 a warm up. It's like no, the I'm ones that about, we go in and like consult for. So yeah, like we'll walk in and they either just straight just start putting weights on the barbell and that's just working weight. There's no or it's like 30 minutes later they've done static stretching. They've done a dynamic warm up. They've done this warm-up. They've done that warm-up. They've done more stretching. And then they start putting weight on a bar. And then now they've got 10 minutes to get their actual lift in. They're warming up for things that they're not even going to do that day. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's um, something that seems pretty basic, I guess, the nature of just like, oh, you walk in, you warm up, and then you start your lift. But there's a lot of different ways to do it. There's a lot of confusion around it. And I think that we have somewhat perfected our warm-up methods. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I mean, whoever listens to this can have their own idea of it and, you know, I'm sure that there's plenty of warm-ups that you know, I think a lot of people just overlook it and like, oh, it's just a warm-up. It doesn't matter if I do this or that or Yeah, well, warm-ups though, I would argue are almost your most important exactly. part because it one like sets your mind it it helps you it it prepares your body and your mind for what's about to happen um there's a lot of neurological benefits to a warm-up as well as just preventing injury by making sure your muscles are warm yeah um but i think you know kind of step one in a warm-up is i don't know kind of the do's and don'ts of it you know i, I think a lot of the time we see uh, warm-ups and, I mean, I would, maybe don'ts is a, a little excessive, but, I mean, we see a lot of static stretching as the first thing that most teams do. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's before they even start the warm-up, kids are sitting around stretching their hamstrings or touching their toes, they're... Or you know, it's like circle up, touch your toes, yeah. and then everybody starts counting to twenty. You know? uh, that is the most classic football warm up ever. Mm-hmm. You get in six lines, you go every five yards, 
somebody's at the front, ready, they clap, mm-hmm. <laughs> you stretch down one leg down the, I mean, that's, I did that all through high school. Yeah, I mean, we, we did too for soccer, and it's, I mean, makes sense that I <laughs> pulled hamstrings and everything else. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think definitely it's just, to start off is some guidelines around warming up. One, if we can avoid static stretching prior to a lift or prior to a game, that's ideal. And then I would say two would be not having an excessive warm-up. You don't need to warm up for 20 to 30 minutes. Um, I've seen strength coaches do that for their own workouts. They show up and 30 minutes of their 45-minute lift is spent going through massive warm-up uh, protocols. Um, so... Just making sure that what you're doing is actually relevant for your lift. Yeah. Those are probably the two guidelines I would give. Yeah. So I, I would say maybe like warm-up should take 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes max if you're old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need more time to warm up. Yeah, and, and I, I think a, a lot of that time is also wasted in, in your warm-up by, I mean, so our main or how we structure, we've gone over that in other episodes, but how we structure our lifts is usually an Olympic or an explosive movement followed by your, you know, main compound movement of the day. You can also use your warm up, you know, in those sets. You can work, and they should be, hopefully, you know, they're working in, you know, warm up sets into their, you know, working sets that they have for that day. So I think a lot of time is wasted also, when you can get that warm up, you know, in those one, two, three extra sets, um, you know, of warm up movement, of warm ups, reps, um, in that main movement. Okay. As well. Um. Yeah. So when we set when we set a warm up, basically, like we always have athletes kind of do the same thing every day, and I like that just because we don't have to teach something new every time we walk in. And uh, it creates a little bit of like a mental reset. Like they walk in, they start their warm up, and there's something about that that just helps you get into a routine whenever you come into the weight room that I appreciate. Because if you don't really know what your warm up is, or you're always trying to find a new warm up or whatever, it, sometimes it just gets a little bit harder to start. Versus we always start with a body weight warm up. And this is in the weight room. You can, I mean, you can start by doing a dynamic warm-up if you want something, mm-hmm. just depending on what you have coming. Um, but, yeah, we always start for, for lifts. We always start with a bodyweight warm-up. That's squats, lunges, just a series of different things. And then a barbell warm-up that covers pretty much all their movement patterns just to make sure, over, like, just across the board. Um, like that one has squats and pulls and uh, overhead presses and rows and just a whole yeah. bunch of like, and Hang it's cleaners. one round. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's one round and it's something fast just to get them moving. And then of course we start doing just, if we're doing percentage work, it's just their warm up sets leading up to their working sets, yeah. which so pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I mean, we've, we have used that, you know, across the board, mm-hmm. um, off the top of my head can't think of you know any issues coming from that it's you cover your movement patterns you make it consistent to where um like i said we're not wasting a lot of time it's 
10 minutes max. I mean, most of the time it's probably below that. It's probably eight minutes. And they're knocking it out. It's repetitive. We don't even have to go over it anymore. They know what it is. They know what to do when they come in. Mm -hmm. They get it over with, and then we can start our lift. Um, So, like, my advice to another coach would be to just decide what those movements are. Like, if it's a a squat, a good morning, uh, I would just hit all the movement patterns. Squat, squat, hinge, push, pull. Like, I would just make sure, do some single leg work, and then whatever it is that you want that warm-up to be, I would set it, and I would have them do the same thing every day yeah. so that they know what's going on as soon as they get in the weight room and they're ready for it. And, uh, yeah, could we, if we know we're squatting and hinging as the only thing in the lift, could we just give them, you know, movement patterns that warm up uh, to warm them up in those? Yeah, of course. But you got to remember, with, with us especially, we're working with high school athletes. If it's an upper body day, what can hurt other than just, you know, teaching them that movement pattern by doing repetitive things? So, yeah, it could be a bench press day. They're still going to go through a barbell warm-up to where they're going to hinge. They're going to row because most of these kids don't know how. And so if we only practice, you know, form on one, two days a week, then it's just going to take more and more time for them to – learn those movement patterns yeah for sure and that's uh, and that's where i think something we've started doing recently um, with our teams really comes into play more of that specificity is we've started doing um, what i either call a movement prep or for some of our teams we call it their injury protocol but it kind of hits the other things like you mentioned bench press so Um, I think it's, it's our movement prep that we give them is just a a movement or an exercise that helps prep them specifically for the, the workout. So like they would still come in and do their body weight and bar warm up, which is the same across the board. But then we may also give them one or two movements. And like an example, if we're having them do an Olympic lift that day. Maybe it's one of our more power focused days and we're having them do a hang clean. Something we've started doing is uh, prepping them by giving them an, like a underhand vertical med ball throw just to help them work on hip extension and help them um, kind of feel like get powerful and move quick because that helps them, it kind of translates a little bit more over into that movement. So something that I've started doing with a few of the teams that we program for, and even in my own programming, is just trying to do something, do a movement that helps prepare me for the specific lift that I need. Um, I'm trying to think of some other examples like, um, yeah, for bench press, like I like doing scat push-ups and things like that. Um, so some things that maybe we don't include in every single warm-up, but something that we specifically include to prep your body uh, for the movements that you have in your lift. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think next on that would be kind of our field work. We can mm-hmm. go into our warm-up for, for field work. Um, I mean, it's it kind of follows the same thing. It's no matter if it's our change of direction, acceleration, deceleration, or speed day, 
uh, they're going to go through um, the same warm-up, bodyweight warm-up, um, no matter what that day is. And so really, it's, it's the same that we're not going to static stretch, so it's all a dynamic warm-up um, at the beginning. And then that takes them through uh, moving in different planes. Um, and then we go from there into basic coordination to more some of our more advanced uh, coordination movements that we have them do. So our dynamic warm-up is high knees, butt kicks, um, hammy scoops, hammy scoops. Like, uh, toy soldiers, yeah. something that everybody calls, everybody's going to call those different yeah. things, but it's the same shuffle dynamic warm-up that, yeah. yeah, shuffles, skips, well, yeah, just kind of like, it's the same stuff that every team, a across the country does in some form yeah. or fashion just a dynamic you're moving yep yep and like i said it's nothing crazy we're not sitting there being super complex with it we know that it's hitting the um, planes that we want it to we want them to go through muscles that we want to get a nice warm-up for and then we're going straight into our our uh, um, coordination movements so we'll start with um, just simple skips um god i don't really know you know the <laughs> specific terms for them we um, like but we'll power do like skips for heights power skips well yeah for distance and we'll go through like skip, the skip. we'll do the high knees with the single double triple hops in between i don't really know what those are called we have a youtube video of it um <laughs> if you want to see them but um just their basic coordination and then we go into uh a skips um, bounding power skips, kind of our more um, demanding movements, mm-hmm. um, and and making sure. And, and this is something that um, obviously, well, it gets lost, and we make sure that we're very repetitive with it. Is the intention behind those? Um, if you're just going to half-ass the the warm-ups, well, then yeah, that's when we're going to see injuries and stuff pop up. But especially in that in those coordination movements, like pay attention. Be intentional with your skips. Um, build that coordination because that's what's going to translate, um, you know, onto the field and, and things like that is uh, b- being able to build those and perfect those movements. Yeah. We do, I mean, in, in kind of to piggyback off of that about, like, the intentional piece of the warm-up, um, something that I really emphasize with athletes is, like, on – our field work days like that right before we're getting like they're getting ready for their sprints foot contact is super important so with their warm-ups i want to make sure that even in their dynamic warm-up that they're keeping their hips stacked that they're driving their foot through the ground and that they're have like midfoot contact and um even on those toy soldiers i make sure that they really pull their leg down very actively and they strike at the right part of the foot and things like that from it, it can get really lazy whenever they get used to the warm-up but learning the intention you're getting speed work in during your warm-up and your athletes don't even know it if they're doing yeah. it correctly and and just like you said intention if you if you're going if your intention is poor in your warm-up it is more than likely going to be poor in your lift and so warm-ups, I, I think the name alone <laughs> is kind of a, a misconception. Like, yeah, it is warming, but like we, the warm-up is not something that's taken lightly. Yeah. Um, and if you do take it lightly, then 
how do you expect you know the rest of your lift or your day to go yeah um so kind of like to wrap it up in a, a big takeaway is start general with your warm-up just make sure your body's moving and it feels good and you're hitting all of your ranges of motion and you're hitting all of your movement patterns and then from there just start getting more and more specific um, whether you're working on lifting or you're working on sprinting the warm-up should slowly progress you to a point i don't think that there should really be a point where it's like okay warm-up is over and now we're lifting yeah like i think if you're going through okay i'm going to do some body weight squats and now i'm going to do a bar warm-up with squats and now i'm just going to slowly start working into my squats for the day um or whatever movement it is i think there should be a pretty smooth transition there and it's not just like you walk in and your warm-up is just totally segmented from your your workout or whatever you're doing on the field example of the field work would be yeah we start with some high knees and kicks and things like that and then it starts working into skips things that are a little bit more sprint specific but then we start with sprints where you're building up in speed so we do build-ups and then by the end of it you're sprinting and it's been a nice smooth transition the whole time yep yeah and and i think something we kind of skipped over um was the reasoning behind taking out static stretching um so i I, like i said it's i'm sure somebody is gonna you know can comment on here and say you know whatever you know oh there is benefit whatever our thing for it and the reason why we don't put it in is it's a pretty basic concept if you are stretching and lengthening that muscle and holding it for long periods of time it becomes more elastic um and in my mind and what you know we see in some research and what uh, you kind of see on the field is if you loosen up those muscles you loosen up those tendons um, ligaments by stretching them uh, for long periods of time uh, that you know you become prone to injury of those uh, certain areas so um, it's just one thing of why kind of take the risk it's not really necessary uh, people can say you know whatever they want about it that's the concept that we follow behind it and a reason why we just leave it out yeah probably overall just best save for after your lift yeah. or after your practice stretch or after afterwards your game. yep nice and simple yep don't make it too complicated <laughs> General rule. Yeah. Yeah. Just you're gonna waste a lot of time making things super complicated yeah. for especially for you know, young high school athletes. So sure. yeah. All right. Okay. Warm ups. Yeah. Done. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Uh like you said, we have videos uh on YouTube. Um or if you have any questions you can uh send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we'll answer any of your warm-up questions. Yeah, be sure to follow along and give us five stars or leave a review or whatever it is that your platform that you listen to podcasts on allows you to do. Um, make sure that you follow along, though, so that you can see the next episode that comes out. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we'll see you next time.